welcome to episode 22 of the Hughes Musings podcast. My name is John. And I'm Carol. And we are the Hugheses and this is Hughes Musings. Woo! We always do a countdown so that we say that at the same time and John done the countdown and looked at me and my mind went blank. I totally forgot what I was Like you weren't even at the mic. I was like, oh, we're going to have to restart this and you suddenly just went, Dah! and I was like, right, okay, that was good. And my mind just went blank. I was like, what is he counting down for? What am I supposed to say? <laughs> That's a good start. It's a good oh. start. We're doing well this week. Lockdown brain is, is happening. Absolutely. It's so fluffy, oh, right? Man. Like, what day are we on? Where are we? Where do we live? I, I only know because I stare out the window every now and again. Oh. <laughs> With the sad Hulk music playing as I do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how are you, Carol? I'm good. Yeah? <laughs> that, that good, eh? No, I am really, like... It's like bittersweet. Like I am really enjoying my time, like being at home and doing my own things and do what I want to do and hanging out with you and you know, um, it is really nice. But then I, I really I'm starting to miss my family now. Like we've seen um, our nephews, they kind of cycled by and kind of waved and yeah. Um, we went out and chatted them like from six foot. And then my youngest nephew was like, oh, "I want a cuddle," and it was just like, "Oh, Can't I really want yeah. a cuddle too." But, you know, we've got to, we just came back from a shop as well, so we've got to like, kind of practice. Of course, yeah, we've just yeah. been out, like, we needed to make sure that we sanitised and washed and, you know what I mean, did yeah. all that sort of stuff before we could do anything else, so, yeah. you know. It's hard, but we are being very proactive about it, like, we're phoning people, chatting to people, we're active on social media, so yep. it's good, but, yeah, I really do, I'm starting to miss peeps. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I, I miss, I'm starting to miss, like, actual social interaction yeah. with somebody who's not just you no offense and then like because us normally like we'll talk about it in a bit more depth later but we would never have a drink in the house just the two of us it's no. just not something that we do and um, we only really drink to socialize yeah so we don't really drink like for us no but in lockdown um we have actually had a couple of wee nights where we had a wee drink and stuff yeah um so yeah, it's, like, it's just adapting really, isn't it? Of course, of course. And then, you know, everybody's sort of going through this adapting sort yeah. of period of, of working out what life is at the moment. And, and I do feel a lot of guilt. Like, Why? I don't know if it's just like our work ethic, but like to not be working and still earning money, yeah. I do feel very guilty that there are people working in a shop who probably earn less than what I do. What you're doing right now, yeah. And they're still having to go to work. And it just, I do feel I a lot get of that. guilt. I get I that. Do. But I mean, you're in a position that you're you're in because you've trained in a certain area. You've got yourself to a point where you are on a salary position. That is one of the benefits of being in that position. I get why you're feeling guilty. Yeah. But th- you just got to make sure that when you go back to work, you absolutely make up for that, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I feel Earn guilty for many reasons at the moment. <laughs> yeah. And mainly the fact that I'm not working and I'm not salaried and I've not got furlough <laughs> and I'm just sat on my ass. It's it's not great. No, so yeah, the feelings there. And I do like I am so grateful for the people still working in shops. Yeah. Still, you know, obviously like there's such a big not a big deal, but there is a lot of gratitude and thanks towards like NHS and care and stuff like that. But you know, just to anyone working, whether it's at the petrol station or at the corner shop you know it's just yeah absolutely show yeah that's it and without without people like that sort of still working still sort of going about their business as 
much and as well as they can you know we'd all be completely shut down so just appreciate the people that the are working bending. there like what would we do if our bin didn't get emptied that's it like it would just pile up we'd and we'd be living and... in our own filth and and yeah. rats and foxes and, and flies all now sorts. it's getting warmer as well yeah yeah, yeah and delivery drivers like it, it just goes on yeah like, just because people in our circle our fa- well, my family are still working, but like our friends and the people we interact with aren't working, but there are so many people still there working. There still are, yeah. Mm. Sorry to bring a downer on it again. I always do. <laughs> no, but I John, mean... John, how's your week been? Uh, much the same. Um, <laughs> what have you been up to? <laughs> pretty much just sat around. <laughs> no. Um, trying to do as much as we can, aren't we? Um, sort of trying to keep ourselves busy keep ourselves active do what we can for to help people out from the flat and things like that so we're going to talk about like things that we've been doing a little bit later on in the show but just while we're talking about like people who work in shops and and things like that and how much we do appreciate i have a little regret from this week is this the one that we were talking about so i had a bit of a keyboard warrior moment okay yeah so i regret it in that we're all sat at home, we're all on social media a lot. It's very easy to get yourself all worked up and have a bit of a keyboard warrior moment. Now, I regret that because... <clears throat> so basically, somebody that I know is a social influencer, blah, 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 uh, and they posted a video about something that happened to them with regards to wearing gloves, wearing masks. Now, we talked about it, we talked about it since this whole thing started... <laughs> Of it's my bugbear, isn't it? What Incubate should be yeah. correct glove use and correct mask use? I'm not going to go into it. I was going to do an entire episode about it all because at the point it really annoyed me. Yeah. Um. So, and somebody else I know commented on that video, basically saying, "Now it's really bad." So this person, somebody had shouted at them for wearing gloves at a checkout, and not sanitizing or washing their hands saying that you are spreading infection you you know you're potentially causing a risk there now i'm not sure if this person was rude or whatever i don't know but it upset this person they posted a video and a friend of mine said that's really horrible if that happened but the thing is by doing what you're doing you are increasing the risk of spreading that infection yeah so what the the person was saying I mean, they might not have said it nicely, but what they're saying had some truth to it. Exactly. And they were just kind of trying to explain it. Exactly. Exactly. So a friend of mine tried to sort of say that as, I think, as informatively mm. as possible and, and and objectively as possible. But in being objective, it came off as sarcastic. Mm. Me a bit patronising. So... Other people, friends of this influencer, got involved. Their family got involved mm, and started, mother, yeah. yeah, boyfriend, mother started calling him names and saying that he has a nonsense opinion and you know he should just pipe down and all this sort of stuff. And I was, I was sort of reading through it and I could I could feel myself getting a little bit more annoyed by it. So all I did was just in support of him, I just basically said, look. He probably didn't mean to offend anybody, but the fact is that the information that he's given you is completely correct and people should educate themselves on proper glove use. Just, you know, it's all well and good getting uppity and defending people and being 
angry and all this sort of stuff and calling people names. There's, you know what I mean? If that's the kind of person that you feel you need to be, fine. Because, you know what I mean? There's more important things in life than fucking shouting at people over Facebook. But the fact is, is, and then he sort of went on to explain, look, I wasn't trying to offend anybody. I think you've taken this the wrong way, but there is a risk of spreading infection. People do need to be as informed as possible in this period. Yeah, so what happened was the girl who posted it in the first place was wearing the same gloves. Yeah, and just um, taking until one customer break. after another, yeah. Yeah, so they were just trying to say, oh, you need to change gloves or sanitise, or they were just trying to yeah. recommend Yeah, this something. person might have been very rude and upset. Fair enough. But yeah. yeah, like I said, all my friend tried to do was say, look, it's horrible that this might have happened, but just the information that you need and the thing that people should be doing is this. And then this turned into an all-round slanging match where other people sort of got involved and because I'd supported my friend, we were idiots and we were rude and we were abusive. Did I not call you a a git or something like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. You silly little git. You sad little git. You stupid idiots. Idiots as well. All all this sort of stuff. And we were trying to be as objective as possible and just kept saying, look... The information is there. Like, you need to either sanitise your gloves or change your gloves or wash your hands. It's probably better not wearing gloves if you're not going to do that. You know what I mean? You need to do something to clean to then reduce the risk of cross-contamination. It's basic, like food hygiene, health and safety, kosh, everything. All the training that you get will always tell you. And you know this better than anybody, Carol, because you work in... An environment where cross-contamination is a huge thing, you know? I used to work in the food industry. I know all about, like, risks of Mm cross-contamination. And that was the problem. So all we tried to do was just give information. Like, now, granted, if we were being objective and in a normal period of time, we we probably would have skimmed straight past that video. Yeah, not even bothered commenting on it. And this is the thing that I regret. I regret getting involved. Yeah. But at the same time... Anybody out there? Yeah. Go on, sorry, what were you going to say? She, she's changed now. She She's improved. It's not the best it could be, mm. but she's now changing gloves every 30 minutes. Yeah, something like that. But that's yeah. still... It should be like yeah. every customer, but I, it's better than what it was, if yeah, you know what I mean. But it's, it's still not good, but that's fine. And yeah, literally all I want to say is that I regret getting involved because there was no need for me to get involved, but at the same time, I felt the need to defend somebody who was. Speaking logically, just sort of saying, look, this is the information. This is what you should be doing. It's sad that somebody shouted at you. Like, so, you know, like... Yeah, it's all about how you say it. And then... Yeah, it's sad that somebody upset you, but this is the information. Don't cross-contaminate. What you are doing is wrong. Yeah. Like, so just just think about that objectively. Just Just calm and just relax and just do what you should do. See, like today, we went into the supermarket today. Yeah. The girl on the checkout was oh, sanitising her hands perfect. after every single customer, wasn't touching anything that we touched, was placing things down for us to pick up when we wanted. Everything was how it should be. Yeah. So it is possible to do it. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I don't want to harp on about it too much, but basically I got involved in something that I kind of regret getting involved in. Like, you, you can't educate, like, people who, like, blankly refuse to be educated, like, who are so forthright in their opinion that they won't look at facts, yeah. that they won't look 
I just thought it was really funny at the fact that this girl had recorded herself crying about what had happened because this person was so mean to her. And then when people, like your friend, put in comments about, like, you know, this just is Just sort of like, this is it. the information, yeah. Her, her family, her, her boyfriend were all, like... Hurled abuse. Calling use names yeah exactly which I just found, I was like it's just it's ridiculous it's only for name calling I think that's, that's but that's what I'm saying like you cannot educate somebody who doesn't want to be educated you can't change somebody's opinion who is so blinkered in their opinion that they won't look at correct information yeah yeah they were just like obviously like like her little girl come home like upset i get it and i get it she was just like defending her and stuff of course of course but at no point did we either of us say anything bad about that girl at no. all just at the fact no... that she was wrong that was yeah it. at no point did we say what what you like did we have a go at her for crying did we have a go at her for po- po- posting a video no. did we say anything against her for doing what she for, for cross-contaminating all either of us did was say that's really bad if that happened but this is the information. There's this is what you it, yeah. really should be doing. Um, and then it was just a stream of abuse after that. And then it was trying to put out fires of people having a go at you. <laughs> and it's just ridiculous. Like before you shout at people on the internet, just just go and educate yourself. Just go and read something. Do you know what? Go and read the government site. Go and read the government guidelines. Go on the gov.uk, look at the coronavirus guidelines and stop shouting at people on social media. I'm not going to do it anymore. Because I've I've seen my folly of there's no educating people who don't want to be educated. Yeah. So I've seen a lot in America. They, uh, some states are saying, like, it's now law that you must wear a mask right. going outside. So people are, like, making their own masks and stuff like that. And, like, some... It's just, like, a fine line between what works and what doesn't work. So a lot of them are saying, like, three layers of 100% cotton is enough and some are saying it isn't and some are saying you can put a disposable mask inside it so you can then use that mask for longer because a disposable mask you can only use for half an hour before the moisture from your breath breaks it down yeah whereas if you've got like the cotton in between it absorbs some of it so it lasts a bit longer Mm -hmm. so i was just thinking like see if that happens to us like see in the uk they're like oh you can't go out unless you've got a mask yeah we've not got masks like are we just not going to go out like what are we going to do well, yeah, I guess we'll make completely useless cotton masks. But I, I don't know if some of the cotton masks work, though. I, I, I don't know. Like, see, this is yeah, this is the thing yourself, of yeah. what I'm saying is educate yourself, because I'm not sure, because I've read a couple of articles that have said that the cotton masks aren't good because the cotton doesn't filter things properly and okay. unholds contaminants. Mm. So if you're going to use a cotton mask, you literally need to use it throw it away. Yeah. So, so it's 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 not it's not an effective use. But then I've read other things, like you said, of having a certain amount of layers layers of cotton masks yeah. do work. Um, so I think the important thing is to go and educate yourself. That's go and educate that. yourself from a, a a veritable source. Go to a government website, see what the government is saying. Yeah, government aren't always right. No, and <laughs> and <laughs> but generally with information that they post, with like health and safety guidelines and things like that yeah they are they're not always right in the political decisions that they make for the country but in information that they put out that is the most educated debatably the most educated people (laughs) in the country saying this is what you should be doing it is people that are more educated than myself putting things online for people to follow that's fine 
So let's see. If yeah, need to go to a reputable source, get the information that you should get, follow that. Stop shouting at each other on social media. Like I said, I've learned. I'm not going to do it anymore. No, you're done. Because there's no point. Because it doesn't help. All it does is create silly little arguments like that. Well, maybe it's made her realise that what she's doing wasn't right and... I wouldn't know. I've since been blocked and deleted. Yeah. So that's something that I did this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we are going to move swiftly on, I think. Um, so we did ask for uh, some good news stories, Carol. So after all that little stressiness of, you know abuses and keyboard warrior moments do you want to hear some good news oh yes please absolutely so we asked our lovely listeners and i've decided well i think i'm going to put it forward so every you've decided every podcast (laughs) listeners have like a nickname for the listeners and i'm just going to put it forward and you can say no if you want but i think the hughes musings listeners should be the muses the muses yeah so are you happy with that yeah, I like it. Sounds yeah. good for for your podcast. Yeah, for your audience, <laughs> the muses. For for who? What, who? For what was that, Carol? You heard me. I did hear you. So for for my audience, was yeah. it? So Carol's a bit annoyed at me. Do you want to explain why, Carol? So, let me just find it. Bear with. <laughs> okay. So, at 21.25, on the 8th of April, oh God. John posted, Hi guys, so for the next episode of my podcast, I want to share as many good news stories as I can in these scary and gloomy times. So can you let me know some of your good news stories whilst isolating or whatever, whatever, whatever. So yeah, so, uh, I'm in... So John has a podcast. I'm in the podcast doghouse. Uh, because because <laughs> I posted it on my Facebook page first, copy and pasted it onto Huge Musings and posted it out. So there was lots of first person pronouns. I do apologise. Yeah, it's not accepted. <laughs> so my podcast listeners, I'm thinking of calling you The Muses. So if you have any other suggestions, something that you think might be better, let us know. But from now on, we're just going to call you the Muses. Um, and if you agree with Carol, that should be in the doghouse. No need to write in. <laughs> oh, yeah. So this week we drew uh, some inspiration uh, from the amazing John Krasinski. Uh, this was suggested to us by one of our listeners of uh, adding a little bit of good news into our podcast during this horrible, terrible pandemic time while everybody's sitting at home a few weeks in, maybe feeling a bit gloomy. So we're going to do what we can to cheer people up. So we've asked people for some good news, either any personal triumphs that they may have had or somebody in their community that's done something amazing. Uh, but we've asked people to write in, haven't we, Carol? Sure I have. We have. So we've managed to collect loads of good news from people. Uh, our muses have been amazing in getting in touch with us. Uh, so I'm just going to run through these uh, and uh, see how we get on. Okie dokie. Uh, so first up, uh, we had a message from uh, Amy. Amy lives in the Midlands near Cannock. 
Um, and her bosses, she works at a pub restaurant. Um, and her bosses have changed all their advertising signs mm-hmm. um, and turned them into um, thank you and good news messages for the NHS. No. With rainbows and just saying, you know, thank you to everybody in the NHS and our frontline staff who are doing everything to help us. No. Which I think is really nice. Because no, they, don't, they don't need the advertising at the moment, do they? Guess not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what they're going to advertise? Oh, by the way, we're still closed. Um, so I think it's really nice that they've, you know... Yeah, took of, the time to do that. Yeah, taken all their advertisement down um, and just, you know, posted a good good news message uh, for everybody who's uh, still sort of soldiering on and working. Um and uh, another one that we had, uh, just because we were talking about it before, is uh, is our friend Vicky. Oh yes. Her good news story mm-hmm. um, is that she's beaten her ten year old son at Uno. Uno, I love Uno. Uno, yeah, me too. Yeah. Reminds me of working abroad. We used to play it all the time, like we in did. the kids club. Well, it's not a kids club. And <laughs> like at nights out and in our apartment, like we just played it all the time. We I did play it. it a lot. Um, yeah, so her her achievement, her good news story is that she beat her ten year old son five one <laughs> at Uno, Woo! and then they were moving on to play DOS, <laughs> which was a gift that we got them the old spa- the uh, Spanish box was it that we found? It was DOS the second. Yeah, well we were in um, Tenerife and we were like, oh we'll get a reminder for Vicky and Jason um, while we're on holiday, and we seen this game DOS the world's second best card game and we just thought it was so funny and we always have like games nights and stuff with them so yeah we're going just... to whip it out and see how it is uh, good old DOS that famous famous game DOS <laughs> um, and we had a message from Chloe um, so Chloe uh, is a single mother uh, and she's been doing something amazing for her son uh, in this time because it's obviously sunny and nice outside as well um, so she's she got some pallets delivered uh, and she's been making a what do you, do you call them a mud kitchen? Yeah, mud kitchen. Yeah. Right, yeah, like out of all the pallets, like and you just like build like, like the, the dishes. Like and my that. dad made for the boys. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. couldn't remember the name for them. Like, but uh, she so she's used a jigsaw for the first time. Oof. Um, and so that's that's amazing that she's built something there. Yeah. Uh, but apparently, the thing that she's most proud of is that she didn't hurt herself while she did it. <laughs> uh, and yeah, yeah, from from remembering. What she was like abroad is, you know, she's all limbs. Yeah. So she tends to be a bit clumsy. Yeah. So We worked with Chloe when we worked in Turkey. When we first met? Yeah. Our first se- well, my first season. Yeah. And our first season together. Yeah. But yeah, she worked with me in the nursery. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got on. You were good friends. We were really good friends. Yeah, we got on. Good really buds. Well. <laughs> yeah, her name's Chloe Bud. Like, that is her name. <laughs> Chloe, a bud. So funny. <laughs> Do you like coffee, mate? <laughs> So we worked with another guy called Joe, and he, he like struggled with the common sense sometimes, but like, it was really funny. And um, he was making a coffee for her. I think he was dating her roommate. Um, yeah. So he was making like a coffee for her, and he said, "Oh, did you get anything in it?" And she was like, "Oh, just coffee, mate," as in like the creamer, like yeah, yeah. The powder. And he just gave her this black coffee and was like, "There you go, bud." And he was, she was like, "Where's the coffee, mate?" He's like. <laughs> In, in the cup, bud. It's <laughs> just so awkward. It's so funny. So good. So good. <laughs> so good. Do you know it's funny because I think about him quite a lot actually because Joe. um he was called Cooper, Joe yeah. Cooper. Q 
Coops. And the where I work, there's a little boy with that second name. Cooper. And I right. was like, Cooper! And he's like, one, and he's just cute. It's just, it's just one of those names, isn't it? Like, yeah. if, if you've got a certain you've got to be called Coop. Yeah. It's, it's just the rules. Like, like mine. Like, because I've got quite a common name. Yeah. Like, people often wouldn't use my first name, even when I was younger. So it'd be Husey. 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 I remember they used it called Murray. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, it's Murray's wee sister. <laughs> Great nickname. <laughs> Murray's wee sister. Cool, yeah. Um, and then to, over to some personal triumphs. So uh, my friend Fraser, who I worked at the bank with. Mm-hmm. Um, so is he... he the reason you left then? <laughs> no, no. Uh, Fraser left before me, so... Stephen also drove him away. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> wow, you need to... Poor Stephen. He wrote in last week. He was very upset. No, I've never even met him. I'm so sorry, Stephen. He actually had to double-check with me. He's like, I'm not the reason you left, right? And I'm like, no, not in the slightest, mate. <laughs> Evil Carol. No, no, no. Fraser left before me, so I'm probably the reason Fraser left. Oh, okay. <laughs> you started and he was like, I'm out. Yeah, he was like, no, I'm, I'm not working with people like him. No. He was gutted when I left. He was like, oh, I could have stayed. <laughs> no, uh, but he works as an engineer now. Um, so he was finishing off all his projects. And then this week he's gone into furlough because there's no new, new coming. projects coming into the company. Um, so he's just been off this week, a bit like yourself. Um, and he used to be really into running. Uh, and doing like peak challenges and like marathon runs and stuff like that. Um, so he got back into his running. He thought I may as well, you know, use my hour of exercise or however long it is to do, you know, something productive. So he's been on his running, and he, in the space of a week, he's managed to shave off two and a half minutes oh. on his standard run from the first time they did it because he's been a bit out of practice. He's getting back into it, nice. taking off two and a half minutes straight away. You know, so. Zoom. Well done, phrase. Woo. Yeah. You'll be, I don't know, running the London Marathon any day. Whenever that's on again. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know. He probably will. He does a lot of running. He's, yeah. he's pretty amazing. Like, he does loads of like, charity him. runs and stuff like that. So, I, I, I don't get it. Like, yeah, I'm a big fat man anyway. But yeah. just running for that, that time, like, I, 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 I'm, I don't know. And I wish I enjoyed it. Like, I wish I could just go for a run. Like, it always feels, like, so, like enlightening or something liberating yeah. and yeah freeing and all that sort of stuff no don't, don't see it don't get it don't see it i like i like to cycle though so maybe i get a similar yeah feeling from cycling that other people do from running I like, like i like to see all those things that i'm going past and around and, yeah yeah i like i like to i like the the journey of cycling so maybe people get the same from running yeah, yeah okay. i mean it probably obviously is yeah uh, but yeah, so Fraser's been doing that. Amazing, Fraser. Uh, and then to Stephen, um, who we were talking about before at the bank, just while we're talking about people. Nice smooth transition there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stephen did message in this week as well, like I said, to check whether I did actually leave because of him. No, I didn't, Stephen. It's not your fault. Carol made me do it. Ooh. <laughs> he made me leave. Mm-hmm. Um no, uh, so Stephen wrote in, he said that he's really proud to still be doing what he's doing with the bank. So they're all yeah. working from home. I know, they're 
always forgotten about like people who are working from home. Yeah, I I think um, yeah, like anybody working from home, but I think the bank especially is sort of sort of becoming unsung heroes in all this thing. Yeah, like the fact that you know you still have your banking infrastructure um, and. Yeah everybody's stressed about money at the moment they're doing everything they can to support that they have completely changed their way of working mm. you know they were all working in one big office with support mechanisms and all sort of stuff now they're all sat in the house sat in their flats oh i know like working from home like think... having to do the same job and support you in an ever-changing environment and i think you know the bank really are turning into you know unsung heroes a little bit so if you know anybody who works for a bank just Say thanks, just, you know, like, your bank, say thank you somehow, like, because I think they're amazing. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. It I must just... be so hard, like, bringing your work home, like, anyone who's working at home, because I feel like home is, like, your safe space. Yeah. Like, space you can relax, space you can be creative, space, like, you can do whatever you want, or do nothing. Like, home is home. Yeah. So to bring your work home and have, like, there's a... You need to have a clear line between like a work-life balance, and I think that can really blur that line. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, uh, just thinking about Stephen in particular, like Stephen lives on his own, mm. um, so he is working and living in the same space on his own all the time. Oh. So, like, the only time that he gets to go out is when he's not working and he's going to the shop. Mm. Which so, as little as possible. Exactly. So big shout out to you, Stephen. I think what you're doing is amazing. Um, I think you've been there to support people and you know, like just keep reaching out to people, mate, because like like I said, like we know you know, you're on your own, you're in the same space. And uh just reach out to your friends for support and stuff like that, because okay. you know, you deserve that support for, for doing everything that you're doing that is amazing. Um so big shout Ooh. out big shout out to all your bankers out there. Whoop whoop. <laughs> Uh, so and then just on to some community heroes I think yeah so we're going to talk about Emma first of all um, Emma sent us a picture um, of all those Easter baskets yeah those baskets that have gone out so those baskets have gone out to people that have lost somebody um, in that local community during the the pandemic mm. lost somebody due to coronavirus like so i was just thinking about that i was like it must be such a, a hard time Oof, yeah to lose somebody i mean it's never easy to lose a loved one at all but during a time where there's such like everybody is nationally so in, so unsure of themselves mm. and you're having to isolate so you haven't spend all that time where you don't get to think about anything else mm must be so hard at yeah. the moment to lose somebody and and just a token like that just can just really just perk you up slightly so i yeah. think that's amazing like and that the feeling of like the community is with you yeah, yeah. that's it like you locally you've got mm. people around you like who are in your proximity who are thinking about you and supporting you i just oh, think it's uh, that's lovely. Yeah. it's a small token that can go a long long way so i think that's a beautiful idea and and absolutely amazing so thanks very much for sending that in Emma, we really do appreciate uh, everything that everybody's doing there to make those baskets and send that. Send yeah. just a little glimmer of, of hope or something out to people who might not see it at the moment. So that's beautiful. Um, <clears throat> Lucas wrote into us, told us about some amazing, amazing local heroes. Uh, first of all, um, being 
the incredible, let me make sure I get this name right, the incredible Vintage Birdcage Cakery and Cafe. That is a mouthful, isn't it? That is a big old name, but I'm going to say it one more time. The Vintage Birdcage Cakery and Cafe. Now, I wanted to make sure I got this name right because just go and look them up on Facebook. Let them know that everything they're doing is amazing because every single day they are making over 400 meals to feed their entire town. I just don't understand how they could... 400 meals? A day. Wow. Just putting them out. 400 meals a day. That's insane. That's a lot. I think it's incredible. Absolutely amazing like that we they're batch doing it. cook and i would say like at most we've made like eight portions 12 yeah maybe a little bit more if we wanted to you know yeah but like no no it's like two meals enough yeah. for four portions each meal or something yeah so that like times 100 woof yeah i think it's, it's, it's so incredible much. they must be working like solidly every day they must have a good team yeah yeah a good team of dedicated people who are doing that um, and giving to their community around them. I guess in, like it's obviously like a small sort of village area. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, in a lot of those sort of villages, you get slightly sort of elderly people. I know yeah. if it's anything like the village that I grew up in, which is probably quite similar, um, there's a lot of older people and people in the community need to do what they can to support their neighbours because like a lot of those people can't get out. The nearest supermarket might be further away. Um, you know, so if they can't sort of go and do that themselves and, Mm. you know, if they're having to isolate and not get out at all, you know, if it is a older community, I I, I can see why they're doing that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think it's absolutely incredible what absolute local heroes they are Mm -hmm. um, for doing that. Uh, And speaking of local heroes, so Lucas told us about another one as well. So that was the Vintage Birdcage Cakery and Cafe. Uh, another guy uh, called Mike Hind, uh, who's a local hero as well. Uh, Mike um, has been helping out with PPE, um, supplying that for people in the area. So any nice. personal protective uh, equipment that they, he can help with there, he's been doing that as well. He's also been going around locally to people who are vulnerable and can't get out, uh, making sure that they've got food deliveries, loo rolls, oh. any supplies that they need, making sure that everybody's got everything they need in the local area. And the next bit is a bit of a double-edged sword. It's bad news and good news at the same time. Okay. So the bad news part is that people in that local area, nurses, doctors, have had their windscreen smashed while they've been at work. Whoa. Now, who the fuck's doing that? So, like, at the hospital car park? I'm not sure where or how, but, like, local doctors and nurses, like, either, I don't know, they're leaving the car in the community or they're near the car park or they're at home. I don't know how this has happened. Yeah. But in this time, it doesn't matter that they're doctors and nurses, just anybody. Yeah. Who's going around smashing windscreens while everybody's going through this bullshit? Hooligans. Idiots. Yeah. Stop that right now. You tell them, John. Well, we're preaching to the wrong choir here. I know none of the muses will be like that. Like, they won't. They wouldn't do that. We don't have those kind of listeners. And if we do, stop it. Stop that right now. Well, stop listening or stop doing it? Yeah. No. (laughs) Both. Stop listening and stop doing it. Go and sit in a corner, you naughty, naughty person. Stop it. Um, So that's just awful. I think that's terrible. That is. Like, why heap more misery on people in a time where everybody's so unsure of themselves. Mm. It's just such a silly, horrible thing to do. Yeah. So don't do that. Don't do that. It's really bad. Um, but, yeah, so Mike, 
being the actual local hero that he is, has made sure that all those windows have been replaced for free. Aww. Like, to support doctors and nurses in the NHS. I think that's pretty amazing. He's obviously got mad connects. Mm, He does. He's the man you want to know. Absolutely. PPE, food, loo rolls, everything. Mike's your man. Yes. Like, if you know Mike Hind, he's the man. Yes. So, fair play, Mike. Thanks very much for that. Hi, Mike. Absolute local hero. Whoop, whoop. Um, and then lastly, uh, in our list of... No, not lastly. No, Meredy left us a late comment. A late comment, right, after okay. We, John had made his notes. So what has Meredy been doing for the lovely people? Well, she told us about Bothwell and Uddingston community. Yeah. Who have arranged a Easter egg hunt style type thing. Right. For the kids of their community. So they've asked for donations and they've put up a big list like it's going they said they're going to like um publish it later like a more official but like all the local businesses and even big big businesses as well like arnold yeah. clark morrison's like, local cafes loads of people have like donated eggs and gifts and stuff like that so they've got like a convoy of cars and right they're going to drive around the community they've got a tannoy i don't i can just picture them hanging out the window like dressed as the easter bunny amazing like um, an actual like easter parade yeah why don't we do things like that anymore why don't we have Easter parades anymore? We should do. It should be a thing we start again. Yeah. So they're going to go around and they've said, like, they've left like, clear instructions of how to right. do social distancing while yeah, yeah. in the parade. So when you hear the tannoy, <laughs> if you've got children, you have to go out to the front door, yep. but you've not to leave your front step. Nope. Someone will come out of the car with yep. their Easter goodies, leave them at the end of your path, yep. and then they'll go back and, into the car. And then you go and get And then you them. can come back in Aww, and get them. That's amazing. So it's a wee bit exciting for them, isn't it? Absolutely. It's it's something just to make Easter a bit special in like a time to make Easter not so special. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah I think so that's Mary really G lovely. So just so proud of her area for like all pulling together and all getting out and doing that. Yeah, so. and that's Bothwell and Uddingston, yeah? Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Well, fair play to the people of Bothwell and Uddingston. All those big companies, all those branches, yeah. you know, from, you know, like you think, oh, local shops and local community stuff like that. But, mm. you know, for like big companies like Morrison's, like you said, Arnold Clark, places like that, to get involved as well. That's just brilliant. That's just amazing. Yeah. So well done, everybody involved in that for making Easter that little bit special. Uh, and the last person that we want to go talk about is a person that's inspired us or gave us the suggestion to follow John Krasinski's example and give some good news is uh, the lovely Laura. Uh, Laura has helped us a few times yes. um, over the weeks. Uh, she's a friend of mine. She's uh, an, an NHS nurse as well. She's frontline. Um, so she wanted to tell everybody how amazing her community has been for her. She hasn't oh, lived in that so house. Sweet. I know. She hasn't lived in the house that long. She's only been there about six months, okay. eight months, something like that. Um and I think everybody's seen her sort of go back back and forth mm. in her nurse's outfit, like before now, because obviously she goes plain clothes now and comes back plain clothes because yeah. you you contamination reasons. Um, she goes in her own clothes and gets changed at work. But before that, everybody would have seen her in the nurse's you uniform. know NHS uniform. Yeah. Um, so people have been given like uh, dropping off like food parcels for her and stuff oh. like that, and making meals and like dropping off tray bakes and thank you cards and flowers oh. and treats and just all sorts of things just to say thank you to her for being a frontline nurse. Yeah, um, and she does live by herself, so it must be nice to have that wee bit of. 
that's it and she, yeah like you know she like we were saying yeah like you just said she does live by herself so i think you know that definitely perks her up and you know her friends have been doing everything we can we've got group chats with her and things like that just to keep her chatting and things like that so i think you know um she wanted to sort of give a shout out to those people that were giving her a shout out by giving her all that <laughs> praise she just wanted to say Ooh. and thank people for how much she appreciates that her other bit of good news, though, is probably my favourite bit of good news from the week. And what's that? Just because it's so random. So she was on a day off. It was nice and sunny. Uh, she lives um, <laughs> somewhere pretty. Um, so she walked her way down to the shops. And while she was on her way to the shops, she saw two children. They'd um, drawn a hopscotch thing in chalk on the pavement. Um, and as she was going past, they were like... If we social distance and give you a bit of space to do it, would you want to have a go at our hopscotch? And she was like, yeah, absolutely I would. So she did. Um, and she was buzzing off it. They were buzzing off it. The fact that, you know, some, you know, lady nurse was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she was just on her way to the shops in the sunshine and did a bit of hopscotch and just brought a little bit of joy to her life and the children's life. Yeah. Um, in telling us the story, our lives too. Aww, and now we're telling you. Even in telling that story, it makes me smile, so I hope yeah. it makes everybody else smile too. Aww. Um, and just for the last bit of good news, we're going to head over to a little bit of Inspiration Corner. Inspiration Corner. Inspiration Corner. Inspiration. So, Carol, um, what's your bit of inspiration corner good news? Well, this has been a wee push for me because I've always said, like, oh, I'd love to do a craft fair, like, love to do a craft fair. And then a lot of people have been saying it to me recently since I've started doing a lot of crafting. Um, so now that I've got this time, now that I'm on furlough, I thought, do you know what? I'm going to prepare for, like, a Christmas or a November craft fair. Right. So I have been making some little bits. You have been like a little crochet factory. I have. You've so made so much stuff so far. Yeah, I've made some scrunchies. I've made some Christmas tree decorations. I've made some coffee cup cozies. Amazing. I think that's it so far. But I've got the sewing machine out now, and I've yeah. got all the material ready. So hopefully. oh, it was it was mad. Like uh, <laughs> the other day when you were washing all that material, it was just constant. They were everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, so obviously because I'm a beginner and I'm new to it, I just buy fat quarters. So it's like a metre of material yeah. cut into quarters, yeah. but the fat way, yeah. not the thin way. Mm. Like, does that make sense? Like, yeah, it does, it does. Not four skinny bits, four fat bits. I get you. Um, so I've got like <laughs> lots of different types and um, it like has a coating on it and it will shrink and change size and change shape. So you've got to wash it all. Yeah, first. you have to wash it all before so you start. So there's just like these squares of material everywhere i was i was in the spare room the other day i just couldn't even get in the living room i was like i'm just gonna stay out of the way sat and played playstation and listened to other people's podcasts all day that was just me like i was like yeah fine it's one of them days yeah. um so if you've got any ideas for anything things should make i've got a wee list of things yeah like, like anything yeah anything sort of that's quick and simple that you can make a few of or yeah. you know something a bit more unique that you know you think you know people would definitely want to see 
Yeah, and Carol if you've now. ever done a craft fear or any other type of fear, and you've any advice, aye, any I'd advice for it. Carol? Yeah, yeah just uh, drop a, a message on Hugh's Weezing site, or um, yeah, if you know her well enough, drop her a direct message. DM me. <laughs> Slide into her DMs. Oh, not like that. And John, <laughs> you've been very inspired as well. I have, I have. So we we had a quick chat about it, about me sort of uh, playing a bit more music and posting them. Online and things like that, but it's sort of perpetuated itself. So I'm actually working on like music projects with people now, and yeah. sort of sending sound files back and forth. And people have been like, "Oh yeah, we should do a collaboration and all this sort of stuff." And I've been doing loads of requests for people, so I spend loads of time just sat here in the studio recording music now. Yeah. Um, it's really got me back into it, and like sort of when I've been talking to people and saying, you know. I haven't actually done a gig. I haven't actually sang in public properly for like two years. Like everybody's a little bit mind blown yeah. that I've been such a lazy sod and not done it. Um, Everyone so, loves you though. They're always like, "You're so amazing." It's it's really nice. I've had some really yeah. lovely feedback, and you know, I'm not getting big numbers in listeners, and fair enough. But you know, everybody who is listening seems to really appreciate, and I just I've been blown away by like the kind of response that I've had it's it's really meant yeah. a lot to me of people saying that like me singing brings back good memories for them and yeah. um I've had a few people sort of say that you know it's given them a few minutes out of their day and they enjoy listening to it some friends have children now apparently their children really enjoy listening to my songs and dancing away and you know they're saying oh this is my friend John we used to know each other years ago Aww. and just it's it's given me a lot of like heartwarming moments it really has um sort of kept me going a bit especially in the time that you were off and I was on my own I was working yeah yeah so like yeah. off away yeah <laughs> off away off not <laughs> not sat in here doing a podcast with me <laughs> No, in the time that you were away um, working um, yeah. and I was on my own here. Yeah, um, like nine hours a day. Really kept me going. Yeah. So it's Aww. been it's been amazing. So thank you so much to everybody who's liked or commented or requested. I've still got loads of requests. So the thing that is happening now, though, and I just want to address it if anybody listens to the podcast as well. If you've requested, I promise you I'm getting round to it. It's just that I've had a lot of requests. Like yeah, he's so, got a big list on his phone. It's got to the point now where people are like, yeah, yeah, I did request this song a week ago. It's like, yeah, but the people that I've done the songs for requested two weeks ago. So I promise you I'm getting around to your requests. I do promise, I do. Um, just give me a bit of time. But I'm going to have Easter weekend off. So that's just for me and you. Yeah. So I'm not going to be sat in the studio apart from just getting this podcast out. Okay. But yeah, thank you everyone for letting us know your good news and stuff. Big round of applause for everyone. Whoop, whoop. All you amazing community heroes, all you people that have uh, achieved something that is, you know, amazingly personal to you. And just all those little happy thoughts. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. If we can carry on, uh, I'm going to say, you know, if anybody wants to write in, let us know the good news stories from the next week. That's great. If not, that's fair enough. But, you know, thank you so much for everybody who wrote in. Yeah. It really means a lot. And I know there's like a lot of big things like, oh, the community is making 400 meals. But then also the little things like playing hopscotch or beating your son 5-1. Like, exactly, exactly. Like, just... some of those things made me smile loads. Yeah. Like, even like a small personal achievement. Like, I haven't run for ages. And then I have run and I've cut two and a half minutes off my regular time. Yeah. I think that's amazing. Well done. That's a great personal achievement. Yeah. 
So whatever it is, just let us know. Woo. You know, if it's using a jigsaw for the first time, if it's working in a bank and being a hero, yeah. if it's bigger things like Mike, like the cakery, like sending Easter parcels out, everything. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, lots of love to you. And uh, moving swiftly on. So next up, we're going to hit you with a brand new segment. Ooh. Ooh. So uh, it was suggested to us by Laura as well while we're Ooh. chatting. So she is absolutely becoming a bit of a friend of the show. Definitely. Coming up with new segments and that. But this, I think, is a great idea. So we're going to start a couple's challenge. Ooh. A couple's challenge segment. So maybe not every week because some no. challenges may take longer than others, depending on what we've got. Uh, but because we're all socially isolating and we're in, um, we're block watching TV and all that sort of stuff, uh, we think we're going to start off with an entertainment challenge. Ooh. So the way this is going to work is we will propose a challenge to each other. Mm-hmm. We'll each do it. So it's not just one person challenges one every on each episode. We challenge each other to do it. And then once we've completed the task, we'll come back and we'll report on how that went for us. So, Carol, yes. I'm going to throw it to you first. So for the entertainment challenge, what do you challenge me to watch? Okay. During isolation. So this was quite tough because there's so many shows that I love that John hates. <laughs> so I was like, should I get one that I want to watch with him? So right. I'm finally forcing him to watch it with me. Or one that I know he's going to hate, but I'm going to force him to watch in this situation. <laughs> so, yeah, were you going to be nice or were you going to be spiteful? Are you going to use it for your advantage or just be mean? Well, but spiteful is not the right word. But... <laughs> <laughs> so you've gone that route then, yeah? Yeah, Okay, okay. But I do love this show. Um, so I am challenging you to watch season one of, of Jersey Shore. so i could have been meaner i feel but there's only nine um episodes in it so jersey shore the american one jersey shore right okay with snooki and ronnie ron (laughs) that's gonna be so good i can't wait to watch it (laughs) so nine episodes of jersey shore you've got to watch (laughs) oh yeah oh great Oh, that's going to be great. Okay. I reckon I can do that within the week. Yeah. I reckon, nine episodes, yeah. Yeah, I reckon I'll do that within the week, so we'll report back next week <laughs> on how season one of Jersey Shore went. J- Jersey Shore! I thought you were going to be nice, something we could get into together. Like what? I don't know. I don't like your shows. <laughs> exactly. There's no one I could have picked that would have been nice. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. I um, said Grey's Anatomy where there's like 24 episodes. Okay, so my challenge for you now... Let's see if it's a film. It is. Oh, okay. It's, it's not just a film. Oh, God. So I've got to watch an entire season. Okay, so that what's like 9 times 45? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, that's like fine. So you've got, yeah, so you got to watch three films. So, I want you to watch the origin films of the three biggest Marvel characters. Oh, my God. So, you've got to watch 
Iron Man 1. You've got to watch Captain America. Okay. First Avenger. And you've got to watch the, th- the first Thor film. What if I've seen one of these movies already? Have to watch it again. <sighs> F you. Because you probably didn't watch watch it. I I went to the cinema to see Iron Man 1. Did you? Yeah. And wow. I actually really enjoyed it. Well, there you go. You know you're going to like that one, so that's not that much of a challenge. And I remember coming out of the cinema thinking, I really enjoyed that movie because I thought it would be like, here is a man. I'm holding up my fingers a little bit. <laughs> so here is a man. And then I'm holding up my fingers again. He's Slightly turned, wider, yeah. He turns into Iron Man. Right. And then the rest of the movie is, he is Iron Man. But right. it wasn't like that at all, was it? No. He only turns Iron Man at the end, doesn't he? Uh, f- from what we know as Iron Man, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I, yeah, I remember I enjoyed that movie. Okay. Okay, so I want you to watch those three. Because I'm hoping that I'm going to convert you into liking these comic book <laughs> movies so we can watch them together. That's my hope. Mm. I live in hope, not spite. <laughs> You've got such an evil grin right now. Okay. Like, there's no way that you know, like, you think we're going to watch Jersey Shore together. Well, you end up liking that jail show. Yeah, that was different, though. I think you'll like Jersey Shore. Uh, we'll see. But that does lead us swiftly on to the entertainment bug. So let me tell you about something bugs me when I'm watching TV and my silver screen. And suddenly I find I'm losing my mind. All of my thoughts have gone out of sight. And I never had a way to vent it before. I had some little bugs invented some more. So take a second, won't you listen to me? The entertainment bug, what is it this week? Oh, oh, you don't bug me now. But we'll figure it out. Oh, 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 you don't bug me now. Yeah, you don't bug me now. Oh, oh, you don't bug me now. Yeah, but we'll figure it out. You don't bug me now. You don't bug me now. Scarol, what have you what have you been watching that I haven't forced you to watch? Um, well, Tiger King we watched together. Yeah. Um, I. I'm not going to talk too much about Tiger King because I feel like everyone, everywhere, is talking about Tiger King. I think we should call this episode "We Talk About Tiger King." <laughs> so we're trendy, you know. Well, like a million listeners or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So at first, I was like, "What on earth is this?" Like, I'm not watching it. So I ended up not watching the second episode. I was like, "John, you just watch it without me." But then by the third episode, it was it was like they were taking him seriously. Also, not seriously. It was weird. It wasn't like a joke, but it... you, yeah. yeah, I feel like the documentarians were like, "I oh, will do a documentary about this guy. This is going to be a laugh. This is crazy. He's like some weird, like extrovert, extrovert, yeah. hick, gay, tiger-owning, fucking madman, yeah. and he'll be hilarious to do a documentary about." And very quickly, it took a turn. <laughs> you know, like of like. This guy's got like some dark underlying things going on, and there's loads of drama around that with all the other tiger owners as well. And just it just it expanded and yeah. and got serious pretty quickly. But it was it is ridiculous television, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It left me with so many questions. Yeah, so many questions. Yeah, I like, reckon. Is he the good guy? Is he the bad guy? Like, because he's he's done a lot of stuff that is bad. Yeah. But then it's like... I mean, it's a documentary. like, And yeah, documentaries are often skewed to sort of show 
somebody as a protagonist because that's what we know. Yeah. But I mean, really, documentary real life, like, is he a good guy or a bad guy? Or is he both? Is he is he none? Yeah. Like, in my opinion, like, that is a documentary about a lot of bad people. Yeah. Like, I don't think you could say... These are the goodies, these are the baddies. Anybody yeah. in that documentary comes out on the side of right. No. Like, I listened to an interview. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. And they interviewed um, Paul, who's the jet ski owner guy, who was yeah. a nightclub owner, who got involved and stuff, who was the one who originally ratted mm-hmm. Joe out to the FBI. Um, and he was on this documentary, and he was really sort of trying to come across like, oh, yeah, I did it for the animals. I know he did loads of the horrible things to animals, so mm-hmm. I did this. And even the guy who was hosting the podcast was like, well, the way they showed it on the documentary is that you did it out of spite. Mm. Is that you did it because he sold you like an illegal animal or something yeah. and, and all this sort of stuff. And he was like, oh, no, it was nothing like that. It was about animal welfare. And it was like, nah, mate. Yeah. Nah. So, no, I don't think anybody comes out like as as a protagonist in that situation. I think they're all just horrific people. Yeah. And it was a documentary about a load of horrible people doing horrible things to each other. Yeah. Oh, it was a left me with so many questions absolutely apparently they are doing another episode all right so they're they're bolting on an episode to this season right um i think because it's blown up so much i think they're editing together like another episode which might either be post season interviews with like joe in prison or something like that nobody's really sure exactly what the next the other episode's going to be but apparently they're adding as another episode there's a guy called Lewis or Louis or something who does a lot of documentaries. Louis Theroux. Potential. And yeah. He, he's got one with the minute. He has. He did. He did one with um, World's Most Dangerous Pets. Yeah. I like, watched it and it was weird. Yeah, and it kind of shows Joe in a in a very different light there though. Yeah, and he like I don't know like his presenting style like Louis Theroux. Yeah. No. He like acts a bit stupid. Not stupid, but like the questions he asks. I don't know how to describe it. He, he, I mean, it's it's a very clear tactic that he uses. Yeah. Is that he tries to disarm people. Yeah. By not knowing the subject matter, when obviously he knows a lot about the subject matter, but that's why he has become such a successful documentarian. Yeah. Is that he's very good at sort of... Luring people. Because <laughs> nobody's going to believe that Louis Theroux is stupid. No. But what he does do is come across like he hasn't learnt the subject matter. Hmm. So so people are going to want to explain things to him. Yeah. Because he's going to be clever enough to understand everything they're saying. But if he's like, oh, I don't know anything about this subject, though. Yeah. Then everyone's going to be want to be like, I know all about this subject, so I can tell you all about it, you know? So that's why he's a very successful documentarian, I think. Yeah, and there was like other aspects of the wild pack, or whatever it's called. What's it called? What's Joe's park called? GW. Oh, so yeah. Wildlife. Yeah, something like something that. Like I don't know. But yeah, yeah, whatever. So it showed like a couple of different sides of that. Because like, obviously, yeah. Tiger King was just about the tiger. Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, there was all sorts of exotic animals there. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, that guy, Paul, was angry at him because Joe had sold him an illegal lemur. Mm. So he'd, apparently, he'd botched the paperwork oh. to make it look like it was all above board. But then when they checked back on the poll, the paperwork, it came back as falsified. Oh. So he gave him all the all like the official looking paperwork, but none of the information was correct. That's weird, yeah. And none of it had been signed off properly. So yeah, if you want to see more of Joe, 
watch that. Yeah, so I definitely will be watching the extra episode when it comes out. Oh yeah, me too. Uh, and as we alluded to before, we have been watching 60 Days In as well. Yes, so this is the... We discussed this a couple of months ago where we agreed to watch it together and then I started watching it. Yeah. But then I was watching it while John was... Um, in the spare room playing the PlayStation and he came through to see how it was and yeah, I just and you started just, watching you the just new started episode. a season yeah so um, it was introducing all the new people so I was like ooh so then John was hooked that was it so we, we watched... watched all of season 5 so far because it's still airing on Sky just now so. yeah so, what have you thought of that John? it's it's amazing I think I'm going to go back and watch all the other episodes yeah in between watching Jersey Shores <laughs> I do enjoy the show, but it's very American where it's like, it's like, oh, next week's episode, there is a big fight. And then at the start of the episode, it's like a build up to it and then it cuts away and then it back, build up to it, cuts away. And then the yeah. last five minutes, there's like this little fight. Yeah. And it's like, ah! <laughs> yeah, it can be a bit frustrating. It is, it's lots of hyperbole, but it's very interesting to see how people act in there. Yeah. And how and people And the one you're react. watching is so different to like the first season. Right. So I think, yeah, it would be good for you to go back and watch them. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I'm going to go back and watch those series when I get the chance in between all the other things I'm watching. So much. Uh, so you've watched something called The Act, which you were really excited yeah, about watching. Yeah, really looking forward to watching it. I feel like there's another thing I want to watch. So The Act um, is like a dramatised version of what happened with Gypsy Rose and right. her mother, Dee Dee someone. Um so you hadn't really heard about it, had you? Not I really. thought it was like a big, big thing. So there's a mother daughter yeah. and the daughter's like got no hair, she's in a wheelchair, she's got like a feeding tube in her belly, um, loads and loads of health issues and stuff like that going on. And um she was caught up in Hurricane Katrina as well, they lost their house, lost everything they owned, and then it turned out to be a massive lie. Like there was absolutely nothing wrong with this girl. The mother had just like said oh if you walk your legs will get sore and you'll get sick like you're not well you're not well and like manage they moved around so much that she would just say off the doctor oh yeah she does have seizures but she takes medicines now you need to give me more than medicine so she doesn't get more seizures but she's actually never had a seizure in her life she's never had cancer they just shaved her head um what's the name for that Uh uh-huh there's a name for the disorder it's like munchausen by proxy that's exactly it yeah so, yeah, I, I I was like, am I going to come off as like really stupid no. or like mildly clever for remembering what that is? Yeah. So it's it's when you like project sickness onto somebody and you actually like make them believe that they're ill, mm-hmm. like and then sort of do certain things to make them feel like they're going to be ill. Yeah, so she was giving her pills constantly, yeah. and she told her she was allergic to sugar, so she wanted to eat anything, and she had got an operation to get like her a feeding tube in her stomach. That's insane yeah so and she kept lying about her age she was like oh you're just turning 15 and she was like i thought i was already 15 like so she lied to her so many times but what age she actually was she didn't even know what she was and it turns out she was like seven years older than what she thought she was what uh-huh Whoa. so the the girl gypsy had like secretly like people would donate money all the time like they got free trips to disneyland and stuff like that they got a house built for them like donated to them, like built just for them, like wheelchair access and everything like that, and they were all for free, all donated to them, thousands of pounds, of dollars donated. People would send them letters, like, oh God, to pray to you, here's $10 and stuff like that. And Gypsy stole a little bit of money 
and hid it and like bought a phone and bought a laptop and like secretly go online and stuff like that and she met this boy through a Christian dating website and then she was like you need to help me you need to save me I'm trapped by my mother like I think she's lying to me and then they planned together and then that guy killed the mum wow yeah so then and then they both went like ran away so he got life without parole and she originally got something more severe but then with like things coming out that she was actually like a prisoner like yeah she yeah. became a victim she only got 10 years wow so Which... it's uh like a what's the word i used earlier dramatized version yeah. of what happened so a lot of it is inaccurate because of what i've read and stuff like yeah. i know that some of it's not true but it was quite interesting to watch right but there is another one that's like a documentary series about it that's right. a bit more accurate okay that i want to watch but the act is very good it right. is really good like the girl who plays gypsy rose i don't even know who it is she plays right. it really well have you finished the stranger yet no no okay got a couple episodes so don't talk about that just yet okay we'll talk about that next week i forgot hopefully. i started watching that because i watched like six episodes in the one sitting <laughs> yeah so you've missed all the all the payoff like so, you you you've built up, yeah, and then you're missing the payoff of what actually happens. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, we need to talk about that because that's amazing. Okay. Um, and I did something just which was probably one of the best decisions I've made this year, um, this week. Uh, so we signed up for Disney Plus. It's amazing. It's so good. So hence why Carol's got the Marvel Movie Challenge because they're all available. <sighs> And I'm already doing it, and I'm halfway through already, and I've only had it for two days. It's the best. Yeah, um, so Disney Plus has just made isolation a little bit more joyful. Mm. It's been really, really good. Love it. Would recommend it to anyone. But I've not started watching The Mandalorian yet, because they're releasing it week by week by week, and I just have a feeling I just want to binge it. Yeah, so wait. As in, I just want to sit down and just watch the entire thing. On my own, with no, like, week on week, oh, how, where are you at? What are you mm. doing? No, I just want to watch it. Yeah. So I'm just ignoring it still. I've managed to ignore it for pretty much six months now. So I'm going to keep ignoring it until... It's all there. It happens. So, just while we're talking about things that we're watching, I do actually have two genuine entertainment bugs this week. Two. Wow. Two, Carol. Actual bugs. Actual bugs. It's been a while since something's bugged me. Yeah. But... I've found two, two that have bugged me. So while we're talking about those Marvel movies, I have a massive entertainment bug with those Marvel movies. Mm. Yeah, it's Gwyneth fucking Paltrow. <laughs> I hate her. Ooh, that's a strong word. Oh, God, she's awful. She's just a horrible person. She's just shockingly bleh. Bleh. Just, she ruins the films with her mediocreness, And just, like, in the first Iron Man film... Like, she's endearing in her part. But then it just gets too much. What did she play in the first Iron Man film? She's Pepper Potts, when you go back to watch it, which is... Is she the assistant? Yeah. She's got red hair in it? Yeah, in the first one, I think it is red still. Oh, yeah, I, remember. I think I remember. Yeah, and she's quite endearing in that first one. Uh, it's very under understated and underplayed and all this sort of stuff. And just, I don't know, like, just I hear bad things about her all the time and I don't particularly like her on screen. I feel like they made too much of a thing of her character and I feel like just, she just annoys me. Like, I watched Iron Man 3 recently and and she just 
ruins it by being there. Mm. You know, because, I mean, it's a film that struggles anyway because the ending's not particularly good. But then she just makes it so much worse by being all Paltrow. And I know she's got that stupid goop sight, which is just the most ridiculous thing ever. Do you know what goop is, Carol? No. So it's it's her own well-being company. Okay. But they sell the most like ridiculous things and make like ridiculous claims like like she was selling like these like graphite stones and she was saying that they'd been like it's the same sort of things that NASA use on their astronauts when they come back from space and NASA had to fucking like literally release an information yeah the actual like <laughs> and we're like we have never tested that. We don't use that for our astronauts. We never gave it to that company. She's absolutely talking shit. Um, wow. She was selling like Is that these... the one who had the candle who smelled like a vagina? Her, her pussy, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, her pussy candle. That's weird. Yep. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle, yeah. So <laughs> so um, apparently it didn't actually smell like her vagina, um, but she sniffed it and she went, oh, that smells so nice. It's like my vagina. And then that's what it was called. Okay. Yeah. That's weird. Um, she was selling like these love egg things. Okay. For 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 mineral well being, they were two stones. No one can see what you're doing, John. I don't want to be <laughs> too graphic about it, but yeah, yeah, they were, you know, they were love eggs. <laughs> Everyone knows where you put them. <laughs> Men don't use them. Um. And they were for for mineral well-being. Yep. And a do- like plenty of doctors in America like literally released statements saying they will not do anything for your for, for your well-being. Don't mm. don't put them up there. If anything you're going to contaminate yourself. Uh, yeah. So I just think she's horrific. She's just like one of those like ridiculous people mm. who is trying to cash in on a well-being movement. Mm. Um, and I just think it's horrific. And then apparently, like when she's been on studio and stuff like that, like during the last sort of Avengers films, they were like giving her her scenes, and she didn't even know who the other characters were. Ah, <gasps> that's bad. She literally just had her page, read her page, and fucked off. She didn't even know the other people. Like she went to an award ceremony just afterwards, mm. and she was on the red carpet with Tom Holland, mm. who is Spider Man. Mm-hmm in those films and they've had scenes where they acted opposite each other and she went oh hi nice to meet you oh my goodness yep so yeah fucking hate Gwyneth Paltrow she's just a knob (laughs) (laughs) that's my entertainment bug is Paltrow's a knob um yeah and the other one is right okay so just because we're talking about loads of superhero and comic book stuff I've been catching up with Arrow because I want to get ready for the Arrowverse crisis storyline. Um, so I've been catching up on Arrow because I don't particularly like Arrow. I found it difficult to stomach for a couple of seasons. Mm. I have kept up with things like The Flash mm. and Legends of Tomorrow and Supergirl. Oh, okay. So I've been watching those mm-hmm. um, and I'm well up to date on those and I'm ready. I am ready on all of those programs to watch Crisis on Infinite Earths. So I was watching Arrow, and I watched a season and a half of Arrow, which I didn't particularly like, but I managed to stomach it and get through because I wanted to know what was happening to those characters because it might be integral, and yeah. I know it will be integral, to Crisis on Infinite Earths. And I was like, brilliant, right, okay, so I'm all caught up. 
and I knew the Batwoman was getting involved in the Arrowverse as well, and I knew that would be one of the Crisis episodes, but that suddenly started a couple of weeks ago on E4. Mm-hmm. So I figured that's probably the last one then. Right. It's not Carol. Oh, dear. It's the second one. <laughs> So, because these are American shows aired on the CW pro on a CW channel in America, they're all aired simultaneously together. They're all up to date with each other. Right. They're and you just watch them yeah. night on night on night on night. Which Sky One have been great with. So Sky One have all these shows and they air them about two weeks after the American, two, three weeks after the American, mm-hmm. all on the same week, and you go night on night on night on night, like you would do in America. Batwoman, however, doesn't air on Sky One. Do you know why? Why? No, I'm asking you. No, I don't know. It must be a rights thing. But Batwoman is on E4. So E4 aren't two or three weeks behind the Americans. Oh, dear. They're two or three months behind the Americans. So I watched a season and a half of Arrow, which I struggled through, to then wait another six weeks until it manages to air the correct episode on E4. Balls to you, E4. Oof. You rubbish, bally ballersons. Well, calm down, because you love E4. Uh, when? When they show all the impractical jokers. No, they don't. Well, do they not? It's Comedy Central. What is E4? Friends? Yeah, Friends, Big Bang, Sheldon. Brooklyn? Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Jersey Shore? Up yours. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but no, it's just yeah, it's just unfortunate. Damn it! Like, but why? Like, why does all the rest of them show on Sky One? And for some reason, Sky One were like, do you know what? We don't want Batwoman. We'll just give it to E Four. E Four, like, oh yeah, we don't have any of the other shows, but we'll take that one for no fucking reason. Oh, <laughs> I, I was absolutely raging. Like, honestly, you were, yeah, yeah. Like, I I walked around the the living room for half an hour. Like honestly, like I was swearing and muttering to myself. I was like, "Muttley, stupid, stupid Sky One and E Four, just ruining things. Like stupid ruiners that they are, ruiners." I'm alright now. Oh, good. (laughs) So the last thing that we're going to talk about. So we've challenged each other. We talked about entertainment bugs. Um, We are going to get ready now for a little games night. So. While you're in social isolation, as we said before, it's difficult to keep in touch with people. One of the things we've been doing every Friday is we've been doing a little pub quiz. Woo-woo! Uh, which has been amazing. Uh, we've had a great time. So well organised. Yeah, brilliantly organised. Been catching up with friends. They're taking a week off because it's one of their birthdays. Um, so tonight we're going to have a little game of Cards Against Humanity with some more of our friends. We're going to have a Zoom link and we're going to have a game link and we're just going to sit there, have a couple of drinks, chat away to everyone, play Cards Against Humanity. It's a great way of keeping in touch with people and also keeping your social distance. That was like, that was like an f- official advert there. <laughs> I know. I should get paid by Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> They're just for like social distancing. But yeah, so that's what we're going to be doing. So we were going to talk about like massively in depth about our games tonight, but I feel like I pretty much just summed it all up there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going to go and get ready. We're also getting the Chinese tonight. Woo! Woo! Left Ch- on our doorstep and then they run away. They do. They run away. <laughs> so thanks very much, everybody. Thanks for listening. It's been an absolute pleasure. We're going to go and eat Chinese, drink alcohol, play cards, get your money. 
So yeah, that's what we're going to do. So we'll see you soon. Chat to you next week. Bye. Bye. It's going to get studious. Everybody take care and enjoy your socialisation. Uh, we'll speak to you soon. We'll see you next week. No, we'll what do we say? We'll try <laughs> that again. Mm-hmm. I, wasn't, I didn't realise it felt like it came to an end so quickly. Yeah, right. We'll build that up again. Okay. So thanks very much, everybody. Enjoy your socialisation. Uh, socialisation. Uh, thanks very much, everybody. <laughs> Take 102. Thanks very much, everybody. Enjoy your social isolation um, and social distancing. We are going to go and enjoy art through the medium of Zoom and uh, with some booze and the Chinese. It's going to be great. Uh, but until then, we will do a really bad ending. <laughs> mm.